Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure it's... Obviously, we had a bye week, and we had some, you know, change, and, uh, no, it's been really good, I, I, I've been in all the offensive meetings, and different things of that nature, and... And uh, the kids, Tuesday and Wednesday practices, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's been the best two practices we've had all year, and and uh, the day was outstanding. I really have a great feeling about the rest of the season and this football team, but it's um, been a lot of fun, been, you know, a lot of work, but uh, been a lot of fun, and, and uh and Coach Guyton has, has done a really nice job. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Beep. 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 Just shut up, Dan, and lay down. We're back in the bus up. Don't say a word. I don't want to hear anything else out of you. Ran him over again. <laughs> that, I don't think, was intended to be a shot, but it felt like one anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, though. That's encouraging yeah. news. We need something right now. Need something. Allison asked me, what, what do you got this weekend? You got, you got to do anything? I was like, nothing. I had nothing this weekend. Normally, I said, well, I got to watch the Razorback game at 11 o'clock. You know. You do. But that didn't come to my mind. Yeah. You know? We need that. We need some reason to get excited again and talk about this football team. And maybe that's it. Maybe that. Look, I, you guys, and I've told you before, and I, I said it on the air, I was told Rocket Sanders wasn't going to play again. Something has changed. You do the math. What has changed? Um, he and got, now Rocket is practicing again. He got rest in an off week. Here's Coach on team is excited again. Replacing Daninos. Uh unbelievable. Uh, you know, obviously anytime you have to do what I did, uh, it's it's difficult. You're dealing with good people, you're dealing with families, those things. But obviously wouldn't have done it if I didn't think it was time for that to happen and and then the next thing you go to was who can you know, who can get us through the season and that's not get us through in well, we're not gonna win or this no, I'm talking about who can change us and we can go win these next four games. Obviously, we're going to take it a, a game at a time, but uh, Kenny was the guy, in my opinion, that could do that and uh, very, very uh, knowledgeable of of the of offenses. Obviously, he worked with Kendall. He, he obviously worked with Dan. Uh, we didn't have time to do a lot of changes. It was more of cutting it down and doing the things well. Uh, and so that's what we've done. I think the kids have bought into it. But but Kenny was an easy choice, very knowledgeable guy. What kind of odds would you give me on the Razorbacks winning out? Oh, oh <laughs> 20, <laughs> 25 to 1. If I bet you 10 bucks, you'd give me 250. Sure. It's not bad odds. Why don't you make it 100 and we'll make it 2,500? <laughs> make it interesting. <laughs> I was going to ask as a question of the day today. Our actual question today is: uh, Over or under one and a half players from this Arkansas basketball team get drafted in the 2024 NBA draft? Somebody's already turned the page. Wow! Yeah. Um, yeah, it is next week. I'll say. Um, I was going to ask this: If I offered you two wins today, would you take them? Two wins. You're going to go two and two at the end of the season. No. 
Oh, I a thousand percent would. You're crazy. No, I wouldn't take it. You're both nuts. Well, I don't think. Oh, we're, you guys are kidding gonna, me. No, I don't think we're going to win three. You but, wouldn't take two and two right now. I think they can win two. I think they can win four, but that's not the point. If you gave me three, I'd take it. And, of course, and was, duh. No, that would suck, though. You st- you still wouldn't go to a bowl. You'd, yeah, be, you'd come up one short. Like Nobody's wins. thinking in those terms right now. Nobody's thinking bowl game. The team is. The fans aren't. The two yeah, wins. The logical people aren't. True. The ESPN analytics aren't. The two wins do not matter to me. Yeah. But and one of them's going to be Florida. Okay, fine. Then, then enjoy it. Come back to me in four games. Let me know how it goes. If we go 0-4, it won't matter to me. Well, that's pretty dumb. If they go 0-4, it's going to matter to everybody. Well, it's going to matter because there's going to be a coaching change. Yeah, you better not lose to Florida International. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit aggressive there. Why don't you throw it out there as a question of the day? I take two wins today. You give them to me today. I'll take them. Because the thing is, if you beat Florida or you beat Auburn or you beat Missouri, I feel good about any of those. And yeah. I don't think you're going to win... Three, so I'm assuming Florida International is going to be the win. Nothing win. they do can change their opinion on the season. It's a failure. No, no, no. What if they win out? If they win out, maybe. But it's like, okay, well then they can. And if they yeah. lose out, that should change your opinion too yeah. for the ne- to the negative. It's a colossal failure. Yeah, like it's, it is right now. We're two and six. It's a failure now. It's a colossal failure <laughs> if they lose out. Yeah. You lose out and lose the Florida International. I think it should change your perspective. All right, throw it out there as a question today. I just want to see if people would take I would take two wins today. And I would prefer it be Missouri if mm. I got to choose one or go to the Swamp and win one time in the Swamp. That'd be neat. Plus, you could have a little two-game win streak. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Is Auburn before or after Florida International? Before. Okay. Yeah, I think, if, you know, this is the key. If they can win this game, I think it changes everything. Oh, uh, yes. Because I you get agree. Auburn at home, and then you get Florida International, and all of a sudden you're three. It, if you, you win be three, three in a row, row and I, then Missouri to go to a bowl? I'll give you a puncher's chance to beat Missouri if you win three in a row. Yeah. I just. <laughs> you give I me, mean, honestly, like, I'm surprised the line is not bigger this week, aren't you? Shocked. Okay. That's why I feel, honestly, a little bit better. Well, the prognosticators obviously feel okay about it. See how Quinn feels about it. It's time to groove with Groovy with an all-time great Razorback quarterback. Takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5. He'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Groovy showing the great athletic ability. Did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Groovy. Groovin' with Groovy is brought to you by Bell and Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man. Now, let's groove. Let's groove. Hi, Quinn. Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? I don't know. I can't decide if I'm crazy or not. I thought I was going to get an easy yes from these guys, and they gave me the finger. <laughs> I heard. It ain't the first time. It ain't the first time. Well, you're we'll a, com- last. I'm a competitor. I like to compete. I like to battle. Uh, but I'm also a realist, and I'm a pragmatist, so I'm going to try to find a middle ground there. You are a competitor. You're also a guy yeah. that has seen these guys a little more closely than we have. I don't know how much you got a chance to watch them operate under Kenny Guy, but it sounds like all things are pointing to the positive. So regardless of the outcome, it was it seems like it was a step in the right direction. No, I think so. I mean, I think for the players, and, and you can hear it, I mean, like, you know, a lot of people are saying Dan is the fall guy, et cetera. You're the offensive coordinator. I know if your offense is not producing the way people think it should or if it's not very productive, then changes have to be made. And um, it sounds like the players are responding to that, and you're getting players uh, healthy. You're getting players back that want to be a part of this. And it sounds like they want to play for Kenny Guyton. It sounds like they want to uh, to go turn it loose. And I, I tell you what, when you, when you want to play for somebody – you you can find a way to to dig deeper and uh, and try to compete a little harder and, and then I think with the style of play that he's going to to try to, to try to get back to I think that that helps you out as well but yeah you're right Justin I hadn't seen anything yet I've been working on some big projects and stuff but um, I ain't got a chance to get over there but hopefully I'll uh, get a chance to have a conversation with those guys either today or tomorrow and kind of see what their thoughts are. What does simplified offense look like to you? You think? Well, first of all, I think it's uh, simplified often starts with uh, your quarterback and uh, what does he feel comfortable with. And then I think it's also about really being self-scouting your your football team and basically saying, what do we really do well? Mm -hmm. What do we do well in third down? What do we do well in short yardage? 
and really narrowing it down to those, you know, three, four, five plays in each one of those situations to kind of build you an entire game plan. So it's all about the ones that you feel like you can execute. If you're worried about a a particular pass play where the wide receiver and the and the uh, quarterback has a sight adjustment, uh, and you know you 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 just go ahead and take that one off the off the table if that's not one of the things where they're communicating at a high level, then you just call the route. I mean, so it's all about just making it easier for these guys to play faster instead of doing a lot of a lot of the stuff that takes play place after the snap. Uh, so that's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you sometimes you just aren't on the same page and when you're not on the same page sometimes you got to take that out of the equation so to me that's that's simplifying just really self-scouting your team first like you would do in a bye week and right. you had a bye week to do that because that's what you do anyway and uh you come up with your tendencies you come up with, with what you like and and uh and see if you can go ahead and implement that and i'm sure kenny's going to add in a few more things that's going to put his stamp on it yeah coach talked about a little bit on his coach show last night here's a little bit of that well, I think the first thing where we're at, uh, you look at two things. You look at what can the quarterback do well and what can the offensive line do well. And then you look at what can the quarterback that he's not doing well or is it because the O-line's not doing well or vice versa, and you cut it out. And then you start going back to what have we done well. Go. So we went through every run that we've had. We went through every protection that we've had. And we said, hey, we're not doing that as bad as you think. We're, not, we're doing that pretty good, this, that, and the other. We kept that in the offense, and we took everything else out. That seems pretty simple. Hmm. That's a simple explanation of the simplification. I like it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a nice – I really do think that is a nice uh, – I mean, it's just really what it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's not trying to trick anybody, and that's the thing about Sam. He's always been very, very transparent, and, yep. and has always given answers uh, to questions. And and so, yeah, I like it. I think that's the right thing to do. That's that's what I would appreciate if I was in KJ's situation right now, trying to uh, to get this offense back on track. And and so, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I, I think it's a wild card. I think I think this. This Arkansas football game against Florida, this is a wild card because the defense is going to play well. I think Travis's Williams' defense is going to play well. If you'd have told me that we were going to have to worry about K.J. and Rocket in this offense and the defense was going to be the star of the show, then I would say you're crazy. But now that we've got that issue, four games left with a wild card, with a quarterback and running back and, and, and that can do a lot of different things, I mean, it's it, all bets are off, in my opinion. We'll see what happens. Take me into the mind of a quarterback and when that mind gets free. If truly if there was too much, too many plays or too, you know just too much clutter, how does this free him up and make him a better player? Well, I mean, for me, uh, you know, when I you know I talk a lot, you know, I've talked a lot with KJ, and, and I think his football IQ is off the charts. So I don't I don't necessarily know how much uh, it was on him. I mean, from a you know taking a load off, but I, I don't care how you slice or dice it if you condense things and you focus on the things that you do well then that gives you an opportunity to to play faster so you know there's just so many things that kj has to look at and i I know at the beginning of the season everybody was excited about that because and i know kj was excited about that with dan because he had put so many guys into the nfl and then you know he was going to help him with pre-snap reads and post-snap reads and do all the things that it takes to get ready for for the nfl when you're not having success, you know, then you start thinking about, okay, why, you know, what do we need to do? So I love the fact that you're simplifying that. But anytime you take something away, you take away, you know, additional reads. You read one side of the field versus the entire field. Uh, it, it gives you a sense of confidence that, hey, you know exactly where you're going to go with the football. The guys, when they break the huddle, they know, hey, when you hit that back foot on that 12-yard end cut, that ball is coming because I'm looking over and I'm reading one side of the field. So I think it's all about making sure that you're clearing your reads. Where do you go? One, two, three, and not having one, two, three, four, five, and having to worry about all that kind of stuff. Where's my check down? Where? How do I need to make sure that I look like an NFL quarterback going through my progressions and all that kind of stuff? All that stuff is out the window. It's all about now. What What do I do to find a way to win football games? Because if I win football games, everybody's going to look at me the right way. We were arguing a little bit before you came on uh, about the rest of the year and I feel like if they can find a way to win this game 
I'm not ready to give up on the on the season because I think they 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 could go on a roll the rest of the way at home. Three home games against you know Auburn and FIU, winnable games, and then yep. you got a bowl game on the line against Missouri, the last game of the year. I, I like mm-hmm. Arkansas's chances. So, how big is this game against Florida? Well, it's big. It's 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 huge. I mean, because this is. You're hearing all the stuff that the players are saying about, hey, how re-energized they are and how excited they are about Kenny Guyton. The question is going to be is, okay, when we get into those situations where we're not performing, where we hadn't performed at a high level in the past, how do we handle that on the sideline? Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be a mindset thing that this offense is going to have to deal with with their leader in KJ. But this game is huge for Arkansas. I mean, you're trying to get to a bowl game. Sam is taking this team, uh, this university, to bowl game after bowl game. And so – Trying to keep that streak alive gives you an opportunity to uh, to do that. Florida, Florida's this is a big game for Florida. I mean, they're sitting yeah. at five and three, and then if you look at their back half of their schedule, yeah, I mean, you know, with with Florida State, Missouri, and LSU, they're thinking we better get this one too. And so this, I think, there's going to be two teams out there that are really, really hungry, and I think this is a huge game at eleven or 12, whatever, Eastern, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, for both these football teams because both of them need it. Yeah, we were talking about that in relation to Kentucky, Kentucky. and uh, Mississippi State this week. The, the Wildcats have got a tough finish to their schedule. They've got to find a way to go win in Starkville this weekend. And, yeah, Missouri, I mean, it, you're in this – what year is this for Napier? Second year? Third year? I think it's second. Second. Yeah, you can't you can't lose this game, right? I mean, like, this, they've got to feel all the pressure. I mean, for Arkansas, it's like, yeah, great. But I think the pressure's all on Florida this week for whatever that's worth. Yeah. And they're expected yeah, I, to win. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what about defensively, Quinn? What do you, what, what, give me the matchup for the defense against Mertz. And he's a guy that has been as, as surprising as, as anybody really in the nation, certainly in the SEC. Yeah, he's been solid. I mean, the transfer from Wisconsin, he, he came over. And, uh, you know, what's, what's funny, um, we were talking to, uh, to, to Sean Kelly, the, uh, the play-by-play guy for uh, Florida, and he was talking about how Merch came in. And uh, he wore number five at Wisconsin, and then he moved over to Florida. And Billy Napier, when he first got when, – when Merch got there, he actually put the number 15 in his locker saying, hey, you're going to have to go ahead and take this Tebow number. And and then so when you think about applying pressure and giving up that number, that's like giving up number five at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of pressure when you take that number. I mean, people are going to always be on you, attack you, and uh, and so. But he is a, a guy that is completing uh, a high percentage of his passes, almost 76% of his passes. They do a lot of those pop passes, though. They'll do a lot of eye candy type stuff. And so, like, what you'll find out is he may complete 25 balls in a, in a game, but ten of those may be like jet sweeps that he throws right in, uh, pops right in front of it, mm-hmm. and so they look to go fast, try to get to the outside, get to the corners, and, and stress you out with their with their speed. But uh, very, very good, man. He's been solid. I think he surpassed uh, what a lot of people at Florida has thought he was going to be able to do, and I think he solidified himself as uh, as their quarterback moving forward. Interesting. Okay. What, what's the defensive approach for Arkansas then? What do they need to be doing? Uh, you just keep doing what you're doing. I I, yeah. I don't have any. I don't. I mean, I just think Travis and his staff. They really understand defense. They understand their deficiencies. They understand how to to try to ma- mask them. I, I don't think Florida is a big shot team. Florida wants to do like I said, a lot of those pop passes, a lot of short stuff. The thing you can't do again, and I'll continue to say it, where Arkansas's defense struggles is when they have that breakdown in the secondary and they give up a a, a big chunk play. For a touchdown, just like you know, Jalen uh, th- throwing that ball for 85 yards on the third and 15, you just can't do that. And so I think that that's the biggest thing. You keep doing what you're doing, but don't give up the big play that leads to it leads to an easy touchdown for an offense that is not probably operating as as uh, at a high level as most people would think. We've got some premier games in the SEC. We're talking to Quinn Grovey, uh, thanks to Bill and Sward up in Conway, LSU Alabama this week. It's always a huge game and. Certainly this will change the perception of LSU and obviously be a huge setback to Alabama if they can't pull it off this week at home. Yeah, this is this is a dangerous one for uh, Alabama. And I, and I go back to uh, looking at Alabama versus Texas, the way Texas was able to stretch the field. LSU is going to stretch the field in a big, big way. I mean, with neighbors and all the other receivers that they got, they're going to be running free through the middle of that secondary. So Nick Saban... 
uh, since the Texas game has really kind of shored up his secondary and his defense, it'll be interesting to see if, if, if they can take advantage of that. I don't think LSU can go the long haul, um, and but I think they will apply pressure vertically and try to get easy touchdowns. But I still think that Nick Saban and and uh, he's got his team moving in the right direction. So I expect Alabama to win that game and cover. What about um, I like the, that too. the Missouri-Georgia yeah. game? Wow. Mm. You know, look, we, we do a pick'em segment on the Razorback Daily every, every Friday, and uh, I, I learned my lesson about going against Georgia. I learned my lesson about messing with Kirby Smart. I mean, but that, that, mm. that spread is like 15 and a half. Mm. I mean, that's that's crazy. And this Missouri team, I think they played Georgia really, really tough uh, last year. I, I expect Brady Cook and this football team to go in and compete. And I'm actually, I would pick Missouri if I was a betting man. I would pick Missouri in this game. And I'm going against my principles of going against Curry Smart, regardless of what the point spread is. Uh, but, yeah, that, that I, I think Missouri will hang tough. I, Missouri, is, they're, they're sneaky good. And uh, this ought to be a fun experience for them. They'll see if they've really arrived or if that's going to be a long plane ride home. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier in the week. Missouri is the best team Georgia's played so far. They've had a pretty yeah. soft schedule. And you look at what Missouri can do offensively, I think they can score. You know, earlier in the week, I was I was like this this spread. I'm I'm going with Georgia. It's like they're almost they're they're uh, they're begging you to bet against <laughs> Georgia. You know, and and yep. I think I don't know. I, I'm I've been talked on to the Missouri side. <laughs> I, I, you're, I'm I mean, with catching you. more than two touchdowns, it's hard not to like them. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I would look. I look, and I, I'll be watching that game and going. All right, Missouri, score first. Score first so I can be up 22 and a half. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So that's, you know, so you want them to score first. You don't want Georgia to cut into that lead right off the bat on the first drive because regardless of when Missouri scores, Georgia's going to win the football game. I uh, I just think Missouri will cover. Okay. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, and then the A&M Ole Miss game is intriguing to me. I don't want to necessarily get down on it, but mm-hmm. I don't really have a great feel for how this one – I can see this one going either way. Fun to watch, I think. For sure, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's going to be. I mean, you know, A&M's defense has been so good. They're going to apply a bunch of pressure. The question would be, uh, you know, what can Jackson Dart and this offense do? Uh, Lane Kiffin's going to dial up some stuff. So I expect them to score points, but I don't expect them to score at the same clip. I I think they'll apply pressure. I just don't know about this offense at A&M. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they can get it done. So I would go with Ole, Ole Miss. Uh, Linwood, before we let you go, says we talk about 16 speed. Ask Quinn, has Satania run one go route this season? Asking for a friend. That's a great question. Uh, I've seen him run a go route. Yes, I've seen him run one go route. Okay. We just wasn't looking at it. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, he's a guy that can take the top off the defense and uh, move forward. Hey, but Justin, before you let me get out of here, man, I got to tell you, I got a text from the guys at Bell and Schwartz. They said, my Navy blue suit mm. is ready. Mm. And so I got to go get it. I can't wait. I got in there and got to try all those fine fabrics. And so Eric Swore and all those guys at Bell and Swore took care of me. Can't wait to get that suit, my man. And uh, rock it. I need to get it before I go to Florida, but I can't wear a blue suit. Though. No. No, 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 no. That would be unacceptable, sir. What, yes. <laughs> what is the big project you're working on that was taking up so much of your time? Well, I can't tell you. Hmm. I can't tell you yet, Wes. Hmm. I can't tell you, but I will let you know as soon as I possibly can. All right, well, we'll settle for you looking sharp in a blue suit. But uh, safe travels down to Gainesville. <laughs> Bring back the first win in Razorback history, Quinn, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, fellas, y'all take care. All right, buddy, that is Quinn Grovey right. on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. I appreciate Bell and Sword very much. Let me get DK in here real quick, and then we'll take our time out. we got Barrett Salee coming up on the other side. What's up, DK? Gentlemen, gentlemen, well, I had like a little quick uh, something for all three of y'all, but uh, maybe y'all can have the his too. But Justin, you say it's more pressure going to be on Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on yeah, on Florida. And right. Arkansas ain't won in two months. Now, uh, I ain't agreeing with that one. Like I say, the Hogs ain't won in two months. Why aren't you agreeing with that one? I'm just no. I'm saying it's going to be a whole lot of pressure on the Hogs. No, the pressure's know, on Florida. You can't. You can't in year two. At Florida, in year two. you can't okay, use. In year two. Yeah, well, Florida is Florida is in year four. How many how many championships has Florida won in the last twenty years, and how many has Arkansas won? The the the, the level of expectation is different at Florida than it is at Arkansas. 
and, and, and Billy true Napier that. in the second year, you can't lose to a team that's lost six games in a row. Hey, you can't. True that. True that. But the, the expectations is, is high here in Arkansas, too. And in year four, you, you, you can't be losing uh, to Florida neither to a year two coach, and you ain't won in two months. And then, Wesley, yeah. you're saying if Florida can – can, if Arkansas can get Florida, yeah. the next three is at Arkansas. Yeah. Can you tell me the record in Fayetteville this season? They won the Arkansas one. Arkansas at home. And, that's, a, that's a good you know point. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and you got to give me this. The teams that are coming to Fayetteville in the month of November are, are a lot worse than the teams that came to Fayetteville in September. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm still lucky. Missouri? You got beat with Liberty. You got beat with Liberty. And he coming with Auburn. So, I, I I can't I can't go there with you right there on that one. Who's, who's the answer. best team they played in Fayetteville? Uh, BYU. BYU. So the best team they're going to play in Fayetteville this year is Missouri. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about up to this point. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and uh, then what I wanted to ask Quinn was, with all the simplifying, they still got to go out and execute. I wanted him to speak to execution. Maybe y'all can. Have a good day, gentlemen. Execution? I'm for it. <laughs> Kill him. One and two in Fayetteville would be the record. Okay. They've only played three games. Uh, so Non-conference, then they lost okay, to there's Mississippi another. State, and then they lost to you BYU. Kent State, and that's Qu- it. Question uh, of the day for next week. Will mm-hmm. Arkansas finish with a winning record at home in Fayetteville? In Fayetteville. <laughs> they go, they undefeated in Little Rock. I'm just going to say it. You should, heard me. Should move all their games to Woo, War Memorial Stadium. Western Carolina every week. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of kind of scary team and pretty good offensively. I don't know if I'm going to play them every week. We've given you a couple good games you may want to put a dollar on. Go to your uh, Oakland Sports app, or if you don't have it, you need to download it right now. And they're making it easier to put money in, and even better, take money out after you win it. Oakland Sports app. Download it now. Check out the Mainline Sports Bar this weekend. It's a great place to watch the games. Great food. Also, have the uh, betting window right there at the Mainline Sports Bar. Makes it very convenient. Headline entertainment coming your way. Blues Traveler, November 17th. Martina McBride at the end of the month on the 30th. Brett Michaels, December 30th. And the Rocketman Show, tribute to Elton John. That's January 1st. Tickets on sale at oakland.com. While you're there, you can book your weekend getaway at Oakland. Make your plans right now to go to Oakland in Hot Springs. They've got a really good defensive coordinator. Um, and like I say, a lot of talent uh, defensively. Um, Secondary-wise, they can cover. Linebackers can run. And then they're just huge. I, I really like their two defensive ends. Uh, they could be a problem for us if if we get in third and long a lot of times. We have a plan for that. But uh, very good, their two defensive ends. Game day starts with the Mud Connection Hogwild pregame show with Trey Schaap and David Basil. Brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Sports Center. The college basketball world lost a legendary coach yesterday as Bob Knight passed away at the age of 83. Knight started coaching in 1965 at Army when he was only 24 years old. He's mostly remembered for his time at Indiana where he coached from 1971 to 2000. He won three national championships in that time in 1976, 1981, and 1987. He compiled a 662 and 239 record at Indiana. He finished his career at Texas Tech where he coached from 2001 to 2008. He took the Red Raiders to four NCAA tournaments and one Sweet 16. As a head coach overall, he had a record of 902 wins and 371 losses. He's sixth all-time in wins in college basketball. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week and is brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and AR Care. One zero three seven. The Buzz. The Hogs play here. If you buy your rings at Robert Irwin Jewelers, you get free ring sizing for life, so you don't have to worry about when that wedding band gets a little bit too snug on you. It's part of the RIJ way. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers today. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. The numbers don't lie. Barry Brandt is the GOAT of Arkansas weather. 36 years experience and double the viewers of any other meteorologist. No nonsense, no hype. 
just accurate weather forecasts you can trust. That's why more Arkansans get their weather from Barry Brandt over any other source. There's just no question. He's the GOAT. Chief Meteorologist Barry Brandt. Weeknights on Channel 7 News at 6 and 10. Real estate issue? Business or civil dispute? Hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hunting season has arrived in Arkansas. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures, whether hunting the natural state or looking for a new travel trailer or going on an expedition. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union will help get you there with the perfect loan. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Don't miss the first Security Fifth Quarter Post Game Show with Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Schaap after each Razorback football game. Only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by Ortho Arkansas and Rainwater Holton Sexton. Kevin Cooper here from Westwood One. Join Ross Tucker and me for Thursday Night Football to start NFL Week 9 when the Steelers host the Titans. Can Derrick Henry and Tennessee pick up a second straight win as they face T.J. Watt and the Pittsburgh defense? Or will it be the home team Steelers that get their offense on track to improve to 5-3 and three on the season? Find out on Thursday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Ugh, after a big dinner, my nighttime heartburn would keep me up. I'd be taking antacid after antacid all night long. But then I tried Pilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one and done heartburn relief. Without heartburn keeping me up, <sighs> I could have a restful night's sleep. Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. There was a perception, Steve, when you went to Iowa that you two guys had drifted a little bit. Uh, how much was fact? How much was fiction? Let me answer that. You know, that is an absolute <laughs> yeah. bull****. You know, you f***ing people in the news media all uh, dwell on some negative piece of bull like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just f***ing pisses me off. And you don't have to bleep one single f***ing word of this because we went to a thing at the Big Ten and Steve and I didn't even see each other at a Big Ten thing. And then it comes out of it that we don't talk to each other. So all you media people can go f*** yourselves when it comes to something like that. That goes for you and you, but not for Barrett Salee. You don't have to bleep any of that out. Yeah. Well, we do because of the FCC, Bobby, but thank you so much. We just want to keep our jobs, if that's all right with you. Uh, Barrett, how are you, sir? What's going on? Oh, I'm good. That's, uh, that's a solid quote. But, yeah, you, you do need to uh, bleep those out. You want to keep your FCC license and stay employed. And yeah, Bobby Knight did not, uh, did not like people putting words in his mouth. <laughs> He's got many, of, many words of his own, God rest his soul. Uh, one of a kind, man. One of a kind. I'll tell you what. And uh, I'm not sure that the world needed two Bobby Knights, but it was a very interesting run having one of him. That's for sure. That's for sure. And uh, there, I mean, that's just one quote. There's a chair throw. There's where how he says he wants to be buried and what the critics want to do when he's buried that way. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, there is uh, there's zero chance that he would be allowed to coach in the standings. You're right. Mm. 
Let me ask you this. This could be this could be a third question of the day today. I just asked these knuckleheads, Barrett. There's four games left for Arkansas at Florida, home against Auburn, Florida International, and home against Missouri. And I said, if I offered you guys two games, two wins right now, would you take them? They said no. And I was like, okay. Why? Because they want to roll the dice. They're feeling really good about mm-hmm. winning another game somewhere outside of Florida International and another one on top of that. Wes said, if I gave him three out of four, he'd take that. But you're with me. I mean, it sounds like if, if that means Arkansas wins a conference game. Yep. I mean Woo-hoo. that would be tremendous. Mm-hmm. And I mean Florida's, you know, Florida Florida's pretty tough. Grand Merch has been on a roll, and Auburn suddenly has an offense, and Missouri mm-hmm. is Missouri. Um, I think if Arkansas wins two of those four games, uh, including Florida International, that would be um, a tremendous way to end the season, which is saying an awful lot based on how the season has gone. Okay. For what that's worth, two and four is better than the zero and six run they're on right now. Or for two that and two, not, two and two, yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, two and four would be better than zero and six too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we're talking to Barrett Slee on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So, what kind of shot do you give Arkansas? Any to win at Florida this weekend? Yeah, I guess a small one. I mean, look at Florida has defensively; it's just sort of been kind of hit and miss. So, can they prepare for an offense like, you know, at least an offense in theory that's supposed to be dynamic and, and difficult to prepare for? It uh, hasn't necessarily been that way, but, you know, Dan Enos is no longer there, so there's a mystery around it. So, yeah, I mean, they've got a shot. I wouldn't pick it, but uh, I w- it wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the world. And um, I think the, the biggest thing, though, is is the secondary for Arkansas. It's been okay for the first, you know, month and a half of the season. It mm-hmm. seems to have regressed. And Graham Mertz has been pretty darn solid. Way better than I thought he'd be. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to cover Ricky Pearsall. So I I think Florida's going to win. I picked Florida. Do I think Arkansas has a shot? Yeah. I mean, it has a shot. Um, I don't think that it's a, it's a good one, but you never know. KJ is a great player. He can in theory, take over games, and there's a new offense, so we'll see. Were you surprised by the line? It was under a touchdown? It's six now. I just checked. It's Yeah, I was going to say six now. Yeah, I was, honestly. <laughs> okay. I I don't know why that would be. I mean, I, I went back and, and kind of like, kind of jumped out to me on Sunday when it came out. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't figure out a reason. Like I always try to play devil's advocate and right. find a way to explain it, and I, and I can't, which means there's probably a very good reason why it is. Billy Napier seems to have found a little bit of momentum here for Florida. They cannot lose to a six-loss-in-a-row team at home, right? No. No. No, especially on the brink of bowl eligibility, too. I mean, it's not like Florida's been bad this year. You know, they beat Tennessee, dominated Tennessee. Um, They obviously got run all over by Ray Davis, but it's just been a Jekyll and Hyde team. But, you know, the the feeling has been relatively high, higher than I thought it'd be for Florida, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's, they can't lose to Arkansas. I mean, that that would be, you know, all the things that we talked about with Billy Napier, you know, before the season and even before the Tennessee game would, would come back, and, and that's not a place he wants. All right, let's talk about some other games in the SEC. The Missouri-Georgia game has probably gotten more traction on this show than any other, mostly because Missouri played them tough last year and they've had an off week. Also, they've been, you know, they've got arguably the best receiver and the best running back in the league. And then you, uh, you know, you got the fact that they're they're a little rested and Georgia's coming off that Florida game. So, and the line is huge. There's another one that surprised me. The line was way too, yeah. I mean, more than two touchdowns I was not anticipating. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, if, if, you, if a ticket catches with a Missouri 14-point loss, I mean, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Whether they play it close or they slide in the back door, I mean, that's just, it's right there for you. Um, and, and so it's fascinating because Georgia, you know, they found a little bit offensively without Brock Bowers. Um, having Ladd McConkey back healthy, I think, showed that it's uh, that they're more than just a Brock Bowers-led offense. They can run with Dejon Edwards, but I, I think that they're still a little concerned defensively. They did get four sacks against Florida. Um, that was the, the best performance they've had, but that says an awful lot about what their performances were before that game. So, you know, if, if Brady Cook gets hot, man, mm-hmm. they are Missouri's tough. So, I, I don't think Missouri's going to win. I don't think they're going to, you know, have much of a shot. Like maybe, but from a scoreboard perspective, they do. And you know, the ball bounces one way or the other. Maybe it 
it does turn a little sideways. But I just I, I'm surprised it's, it's over two touchdowns as well. That okay. leaves so many possibilities for Missouri. It's a field goal in Tuscaloosa. Is the wrong team favored in this game? Yes. Yes. I think LSU, you know, Styles make fights, right? Yep. And LSU's offense has been just relentless all year long. And I know Alabama's defense is solid, but, you know, it's an offensively driven league. I think everybody knows that. And uh, if if they get into a track meet, is Bama going to be able to keep up with a bad offensive line and an inconsistent quarterback? I think we all know the answer to that. So, yeah, I think the wrong team's favorite. I think LSU wins it outright. You know, I know a lot's been made about LSU's offense versus Alabama's defense as strength versus strength, and it is, and that's great. But I think the game's going to be decided by weakness versus weakness, and that Alabama <laughs> offensive line, I think, is going to have a tough time holding back the LSU front seven, even without Scott. You know, that's great. I've been talked into it. You guys have talked me into the LSU thing. How about the A&M mm-hmm. Ole Miss game, which I would consider no worse than a toss-up? See, I think it's more than a, I think Ole Miss should win by at least a touchdown, maybe more. Okay. I just, that again, sort of styles make fights, and, and Ole Miss's offense is going to put pressure on Max Johnson and a running game for A and M that's been awful, right? So, um, and, and Ole Miss's defense creates havoc; they get to the backfield. So, I think I think Ole Miss wins that. It might be a double digit. All right, I like it. There's a game tonight uh, with TCU at Texas Tech, and I was surprised that Texas Tech is favored by three. What am I missing there? Well, I think Texas Tech defensively is a lot better than maybe people realize. And then I think from from a scheme standpoint, I, I just don't think that people trust Kendall Bryles. I don't think they trust um, the, the TCU offense at all. And it's just, I, I agree with it. I understand why you know it's been so inconsistent. So I think that's probably the reason. Um, but you're talking about two Big 12 teams that, I mean, Sword, sword, big time disappointment. Yeah. Because I just, I, I thought more of Texas Tech. And look, I didn't think TCU was going to be what they were last year, but I at least thought they'd be competitive. Can USC win a shootout against Washington? Um, yeah, they can win a shootout if it gets to that point. I just mm-hmm. think Washington's defense is going to get enough uh, traction and, and stop Caleb Williams enough to prevent that from being a shootout. Just because Washington, to me, can score at will on, on USC. Can USC score at will on Washington? No, they can score a lot, but I think Washington is good enough defensively to at least force Caleb into a mistake or two, like we saw you know, a couple weeks ago against Notre Dame. Yeah, tell me how many inter- interceptions Penix is going to throw because they scored 15 whole points against Arizona State a couple weeks ago, too. So you don't get bad Penix very often, though, luckily for Washington. And if, if, that, if Penix shows up bad against USC's defense, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I can throw for at least 100 yards. Um, let me yeah. ask you this. Uh, I know we don't really care about it anymore, but do you have a uh, – let me just ask you the real question. Who's your favorite quarterback in the in college football? Because that's really what I'm asking when I ask about the Heisman. Uh, my favorite quarterback is Jordan Travis. Okay. Because I think he can love do him so too. many different things. And, and the, the, the fact that he has, I think, sort of flown under the radar really helps him in terms of the Heisman because – a lot of voters, especially voters that don't necessarily tune into college football on an hour-to-hour by the basis, might look at Jordan Travis over the last month of the season and not know where he came from. Mm-hmm. Whereas those of us who have seen it know how dynamic he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Barrett, thank you for the time, my friend. CBSSports.com. Catch all of Barrett's work. He's pretty good on social media as well. Were you pulling for anybody in the World Series? I was pulling for the Rangers. Okay. I mean, I, I just I watched it for entertainment value because I didn't have a, a hard lean one way or the other. I just I thought both of them were fun, both yeah. fun teams. So uh, I had more Rangers friends than Diamondbacks friends, and I want my friends to be happy. Do so. you? You had a former Brave as part of the win with the Rangers. Do you root for former Braves or do you root against them? Uh, it depends on who they are. Uh, Will Smith, I'm totally cool. With. Okay. All right. There you go. That's very magnanimous of you. I appreciate that. I think Bobby Knight, when he's talking about media guys, he leaves you out. He would have he would have liked you better. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> I want to ask real quick, Bedlam. I like Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma's struggling right now. They are. I like Oklahoma I do though. Too. I can't wait. I, for those that haven't seen Ollie Gordon run, that is a fun Oklahoma State team. I know they kind of fell off the radar, but I mean they're going to want that game in a big, big way. Hmm. I like Oklahoma. I think I'm the only one. I'm on Sooner Island over here. I was on uh, I was on Volunteer Island last week and I I survived. I got picked up there you go. by a rescue there crew. You go. 
Okay, we'll see how it goes. That'll be another one to worth watching. And after about three or four weeks, you were thinking, man, Oklahoma State's yeah. going to be trash this year. But, you know, that's, that's what it goes through. Shouldn't have three quarterbacks playing at the same game, you know, Barrett. Probably figure that out Generally in camp. Speaking, that's a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you for the time, my friend. Take care. All right, see y'all. All right. We only got two people that are going to tell you I'm not going to be here. One is our SID and the other is me. Who the hell told you I wasn't going to be here? I'd like to know. Do you have any idea who it was? Yeah, I do. Who? I'll put them out there in line. They were from Indiana, right? No, they're not. No, weren't from Indiana, and you didn't get it from anybody from Indiana, did you? Did we? No, I'll I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You (laughs) it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elias, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elias Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elias Mexican Grill in Moralton. Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Package Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions, and privacy policy, visit my This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. My congregation, the Pinnacle Church of Christ, just moved into its new building on one Shackleford Drive in Little Rock. As we like to say, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one Shackleford Drive. Can I tell you how excited we are to have this new facility to strengthen our community and how excited I am that only a few hundred yards away is the Double B's location on Markham and Shackelford, a Double B's right by our church. You need to come out and visit both of us. Double B's is an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We are your neighbors because we are part of your community. Not some faceless corporate entity thousands of miles away who don't know you. Double Bees is here for you. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer in Whitehall. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GV70 for its best-in-class and top rating by Edmonds. They see the G90, Motor Trends Car of the Year. What were you born for? The all-new Genesis of Conway. The future of luxury. Today. It's hard being the number one midday sports talk show in Arkansas. What can you expect when you're on top, you know? It's like Napoleon, when he was the king, you know, people were just constantly trying to conquer him, you know, in the Roman Empire. So it's history repeating itself all over again. Let's see if Justin Agree and Westmore can keep living up to the lofty expectations on the zone. I like to refer to this whole thing from start to finish as a real Mickey Mouse operation. But that'd be an insult to Mickey Mouse. Oh, the one and only. R.I.P. Coach Knight, the general. Passing away at 83. Uh, 11.54. I find fascinating characters fascinating. He was a fascinating character in the world of sports. He will be missed. Um... A couple of poignant moments from him, too. There was, uh, you know, again, some some kind, quiet, thoughtful, uh, thought-provoking moments from him in addition to the fits of anger and frustration. So a little bit of everything. 
Um, let's see here. What do we got? Hmm. Okay, that's terrible. Wes, work on your uh, Asher Wrecker live, or excuse me, the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line if you don't mind, and I'll squeeze JW in for the third time today, folks. JW, everybody. Hey, third time's a charm. Buddy, it is. You sound great. Yeah, I was in the beer woods and I kind of put stuff out for the youth hunt. Did you whack anything? Or did your kid? Did anybody whack anything? Uh, No, it opens on Saturday. Oh, okay. Then don't do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one thing on Bobby Knight before I get into what I'm calling for. Could you imagine Bobby Knight back in the day where they had social media and he was oh. caught in, with, with these whiny little kids? Could you imagine? Could you hear what? Could you hear it? It wouldn't have been good. Safe to say. <laughs> hey, so my question is today is your thoughts on Deion Sanders and his coaching style. And before you answer that, um, <laughs> so when he came into the league, Everybody was hooping and hollering, ooing and aahing like a brand-new girl at the pump, you know, and it turned out she's just as ugly as everybody else. Whoa. Here's my thing. Looks matter. Okay, I ran across a, a short on YouTube, and somebody had taken, the like, Sanders and Hunter, and Dion is an elite player at his time. I'm, but I'm starting to question his, his, his coaching and his mentality for this. There's a lot of bling and stuff on the sign, you know, on the sideline. Stuff. But somebody put together a short of Sanders and Hunter, and there were some other players during the Nebraska game, and they did it during all these games. They're flashing their watch to the players before they come out on the field of practice, like the warm up. They're flashing their gold chains. They're, they're, I just, where is, where is that in football? Why don't we glorify the coach that says, look at my bling, and you're getting your face smacked by everybody in the league? Do you think that do you think Dion's gonna be able to withhold and then him throwing his offensive line in the gut like that? He's the one that went out and got him. He's the one that went and cleaned house. Mm. What if he had some players on that team that could play? You know, that he got rid of. So he I just I just kinda wonder the mentality, you know, we wanna whine about these kids on social media, but then they wanna turn around on social media and act like I got all this bling, look at me, look at me, and you're getting your ass waxed on the field. I think that's pathetic, and I and I just wish I'm, I'm kind of glad Sanders is uh, it, I humbled, and I'm really just tired of it. And it's probably probably as tired of it as I'm tired of Taylor Swift. So, you guys have a good weekend. Oof, nothing to add. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Tune in each Friday for the Birch Tree Community's High School Football Game of the Week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle C.